Hey there. Thanks for joining us for the latest podcast from Resound Church. We really believe that together we are better. And our heart is to reach, send, nurture and disciple people as they become all that God has intended them to be. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app which will keep you up to date with everything going on. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Oh, Tim, can you stay, bro? Um, it's funny. It's, I feel like, you know, sometimes we can plan something and then God's like, oh, we're going to do something different instead. Um, and, you know, Brick kind of shared in the prayer meeting that, um, you know, whether, you know, it's co- coincidence, whether it's God, you know, ha- however you want to phrase it, the fact that, you know, we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit uh, uh, this morning um, the fact this is the final message of this series and God's like, yeah, let's open this place up and get as many people as we can in here. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like God really wants to do something and uh, I had a whole lot of notes prepared and I'll probably say some of them, but we're also just going to go with what God wants to do. Um, and it was even just as Brit, you were just sharing, like my eyes were just welling up with tears with just the presence of God. And so what we're going to do is, is we're just going to allow God to move. And your thought might be, well, you know, I don't feel God like doesn't matter because God encountering you, God speaking to you is not dependent on whether you feel him or not. It's dependent on the goodness of God and his promise to never leave you or never forsake you. To never leave you or never forsake you. So I just want to start by praying. You know, I'm going to preach to you and hopefully somehow, some way it's going to challenge you. It's going to convict you. It will affect you somehow, hopefully. That's my prayer. That's my desire. But more than anything, it's that the Holy Spirit would speak to you. You know, because I can get up here, I can yell, I can be passionate, I can do all these things. But it means nothing unless the Holy Spirit speaks to you but you go and do something with it, okay? Because it's like if Tori tells me to do the dishes and she does tell me to do the dishes and she can attest to this, there's a difference between Tori telling me to do the dishes and me doing the dishes. There's a difference between us hearing what the Holy Spirit says and then responding to what He wants. So if you can just close your eyes, if you can just bow your heads, and even if you're at home as well, we're just going to give the Holy Spirit space to move. God, we just want to pray right now. We just want to give you space, God. And you know, whatever our week has been, it's been good, whether it's been bad, whatever we have walked into this building carrying whatever we've uh, carrying when we've turned on this live stream, God. We just want to push it all aside right now. We just want to push every distraction, every thought, every stress, every good thing, every bad thing. And we just want to allow you to speak to us right now. That's it, nothing more, nothing less, that we just want an encounter with you. In your name, amen.
You know, this morning, um, I, I want to talk to you about, you know, spiritual gifts. And it's mentioned a few times uh, in the Bible. There's three key passages where it lists different spiritual gifts. There's um, a passage in 1 Corinthians 12. There's a passage in Romans 12 and then also Ephesians 4. And it lists a whole range of different gifts. I want to just read 1 Corinthians 12 verse 4 to 11 to you. It says, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given a spirit, a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same spirit. To another, by faith of the same spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing or discernment between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. Still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same spirits. And he distributes them to each one just as he determines. You know, there's a whole range of different spiritual gifts that are listed there, you know. And there's other passages as well in Romans 12, 6 to 8. It lists other spiritual gifts. Uh, uh, prophecy, serving, teaching, encouragement, uh, giving generously, leading, showing mercy. You know, God gives us a, a, a variety of, of spiritual gifts. And even with each of those gifts, there's even variety as well. You know, it talks about um, the, the, the gift of, <coughs> sorry, um, the gift of leading. Like that can happen in so many different places, in so many situations. It can be on the platform. It can be in a conversation. It can be in a workplace. And, and you know, for me, it, it's quite straightforward. And I think often, um, and please like, hear my heart when I say this, church, I, I think often we can we can make listening to the Holy Spirit and responding to what He wants much more complicated than it needs to be. I think especially in the West churches here and in America, we can overcomplicate what God wants us to do. You know, I just read a whole range of spiritual gifts there and... Um, the purpose of it is so straightforward. Like 12, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 6 to 7 says, Now there are different kinds of working, different giftings, di- different opportunities for people to use them, and all that sort of stuff. And in everyone, there's the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. The common good. That verse I just read in verse 7 for the NLT says, A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. The message version says each person is given something to do that shows who God is. Everyone gets in on it. Everyone benefits. The role of spiritual gifts, of wisdom, of knowledge, all those kinds of things is to somehow, some way to point back to God. But if I could challenge you this morning, the church, I think that too often... Our spiritual gifts and our willingness to share them stays in these four walls. 
I think too often we get convinced and somehow play it up in our minds that we're not willing to share what God has laid on our heart unless we know that the other person is a Christian as well. These gifts are given for the common good that everyone gets on and everyone benefits. Whether someone has a relationship with God doesn't mean that God loves them any less or wants to do something extraordinary in their lives or not. I think sometimes we can get so wrapped up in, oh, I can only prophesy if it's in these four walls. I can only do these things if if I know someone's a Christian. And that can frustrate me because there's so much more that God wants to do. There's so much more that God wants to do. And I think sometimes what we can do is as soon as we walk out these doors or as soon as we walk outside of a church environment is we just switch off listening to the Holy Spirit. And it doesn't happen like that overnight. It might just be slow, steady, and all of a sudden it's there. But if we think about it logically, you know, we're, we're in church on a Sunday morning for an hour and a half. You know, if you go to um, maybe a group or, you know, young adults or, or youth ministry or whatever, that might be another an hour and a half where you're in a building or in a Christian environment or whatever. You know, that's three hours in a week. Three hours to hear from the Holy Spirit, three hours to move in the giftings that God wants to give you is not what God had in store for you. And, and I refuse to accept that. I refuse to accept that. God wants to move this morning. I want to tell you a testimony. This is not my testimony. This is not my story. This is Jess's story, my sister. Uh, And and I know Jess, you know, quite well. She serves in our youth ministry and, and she's incredible. And... You know, we're close and we encourage each other and, and challenge each other and, and push in our faith. And I know for the last couple of years, Jess had really wanted to speak in tongues. Really wanted to speak in tongues. And, you know, I, I just keep encouraging her, like, you know, Jess, like, if someone, you know, does an altar call, like, just go respond. And, you know, so that would happen at different times for, for youth or, or history makers. Like, oh, if you want to speak in tongues, if you want to come and get baptized in the Holy Spirit, come to the front and, you know, we'll pray and it'll happen and stuff. And it didn't happen for Jess. And so, you know, Jess kind of walked that journey of responding and then, you know, disappointment and it, it, it continues on. And then what happened a couple of months ago is Jess just got home from placement. It's a regular Monday, um, you know, just tired from work, nothing amazing, nothing terrible, just a standard day. And she's like, oh yeah, I should, you know, go worship God and, and spend some time with Him. And basically what happens is, you know, she, she's worshiping. And, and for those of you that don't know Jess, um, she loves physical touch. So basically when I used to um, live at home with mum and dad and, and Jess and everything, I would, um, like I'd get home from work and Jess would come into my room because she'd want like a hug or she'd want to hang out or whatever. And I'm very introverted. So I'd be like, Jess, can you just give me like 15 minutes? Like, and then like we can hang out, we'll play a game, whatever. Um, it's all good. And then like two minutes later, she's like, all right, it's 15 minutes. We're coming, we're going to have a big hug. I couldn't think of anything worse. I don't like physical touch, but that's okay. But anyway, Jess is just worshipping God in her room. And she literally puts her arms out as though she wants to hug God. 
as she does this, she just feels like this warmth and, and just feels God's presence. And she's having this encounter with God. And then she's like, okay, I just, you know, I should read my Bible now and, you know, just get ready for bed and all that kind of stuff. And it's so like she was having this encounter with God. She felt like God was saying over and over and over again, just tons, 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 tons. Um, <clears throat> and then she tried it and it didn't work. And so Jess has the natural reaction that most of us have when we do something that God's called us to do and all of a sudden it doesn't work exactly as the way that we picture it in our mind. We get insecurity, we get doubt, we get fear. It's like, oh, it's not God, it's me. I'm just like making it up. Like, I'm not meant to do it or whatever. And then Jess says, in the name of Jesus, fear and insecurity go. She says those words out loud. She starts speaking in tongues. Just nonstop. She's just speaking in tongues. This is the first time it's ever happened. She's gone to the front. She's responded to altar calls. That hasn't happened. She's pursued God for two and a half years for this gift, saying, God, I'm not letting go. I want this to happen. And it happened. That story, why I told you that is for two reasons. The first is you don't have to come to this front to encounter God. You don't have to come to this front to receive a spiritual gift. I'm not saying that we're not gonna pray for you and God can move in that way. He does and it's extraordinary and I love praying for people and seeing them encounter God. But this is not the only way God moves. The second thing I wanna tell you is preceding that encounter that Jess had, speaking in tongues for the first time. She said to me after when she was telling me the story that for the past couple of months preceding that, she has never been closer with God in her relationship. And she said, I am so grateful that God waited until that moment to give me that spiritual gift. Sometimes we can get so caught up in, it has to be now, it has to be in this moment, it has to be when I'm at the front and all those kinds of things. We get so wrapped up in what we want that we forget to ask God what He wants to do in us. God's gonna move. If you feel it and you're anticipating that, awesome. If you don't feel it, doesn't matter. God's moving regardless. It's not determined by your feelings. I'll write down this quote about the Holy Spirit. And it's simply this. The mere whisper of the Holy Spirit can drown out the thundering noise of an entire world. The whisper of God's voice into your spirit can change everything. Can change everything. And so, you know, we're gonna, I'm about to close and we're gonna finish. We're gonna sing a song. We're gonna open the front and pray. But if God speaks to you, and maybe he already has, and that's amazing, I'm gonna be so pumped for you. But please, 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 don't let it stay here. 
Don't let it be like, oh, awesome, I had this encounter, like God touched me, I spoke in tongues, or I chatted to Mitch about spiritual gifts, or or whatever it was. Like, that's awesome. That's amazing. But don't let it stop here, okay? Like, this is amazing, and I love this church so much. But there's a whole group of people out there that need Jesus. They need wisdom. They need love. They need knowledge. They need healing. They need peace. They need a touch of God. And that's only going to come from us. We're meant to be the hands and feet of Jesus. So if we're the hands and feet, then we need to go and get on with the job. Okay, it's it's enough where we sit back in our seats and we're just like, okay, someone else can do it. You know, Pastor Trent can do it. Pastor Wayne can do it. Pastor Ruth. Britt can do it. She's the kids leader. I refuse to accept that. You all have influence. And one passage, it says, Acts 1, 7 to 8, says, He said to them, this is Jesus talking, He said, It's not for you to know the times or the dates the Father has set down by His own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all of Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. If you look at the context of that passage and read it, it's said as a statement of fact. It's not a motivational speech that Jesus is saying. It's simply this, but you will receive power, but the sun will rise tomorrow and you will be my witnesses. Oh, it's a blue sky. That's the statement of fact is what he's saying. It's not some motivational thing that he's trying to encourage or push the disciples. It's a simple statement of fact. The Holy Spirit is gonna come upon you and power will come upon you and you will be my witnesses. That's it. So I'm going to pray. I'm going to hand over to the team. If you want to encounter God, come to the front. We're going to pray for you. If you just feel like you just need to stay in your seat and just raise your hands and just worship God, that's fine. That's Do what you need to do to encounter God. You know, come to the front. Love to pray for you. But don't let it be an encounter that stays in this room. Okay? If God is giving you an encounter, He's enabling you to do something with it. Okay, let's pray. God, right now, we just want to create the space for you to move. And just like Jess encountered God in her room, that if you're watching on this live stream, don't think that God can't speak to you right now, that God can't encounter you right now. And God, right now, we just want to give you the space. And I just want to declare if there's any anxiousness or anxiety about coming to the front or or raising your hands in worship or or whatever it might be that you need to do to encounter God, that that just would be gone in Jesus' name. That there'd be peace and and your presence, God, in, in an overflow. That you would move by your Holy Spirit as we worship, as we sing, as we raise our voices, as we see young people and old people encountering you to go out and spread your good news outside of these four walls. In your name, amen. I'm gonna hand over to the team, but if God is speaking to you, don't let be an opportunity that you regret missing. You're good. Hey, what a great message. Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God.
While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.